Thanks for joining us today. We love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life, so we encourage you to share your story with us at info at fellowshipgj.com. Also, if God is using this ministry to impact you, we want to encourage you to partner with us financially. You can do that online at fellowshipgj.com and pick the giving option that works best for you and help us continue to bring the message of Christ to our community and beyond. Again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's message. I think you could go into any room for any event and you see the word reserved, well, you know what it's about. I mean, it seriously means that, well, somebody's already there. Somebody did something earlier to guarantee them a place. So when you see it, it's like, oh, I can't sit there. Somebody belongs in that place. That, that's reserved for them. Well, Jesus said this, and take a look at it on the side screen. He was talking to his disciples, and he said, In my Father's house are many mansions, and if it were not so, I would have told you. He said, I go, I go, he said. I go and prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. So I'm going and preparing a place for you. You're not, you're not going. You're going to be here. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there preparing a place for you before you get there. Oh, Let me pray. Father, we love you so very much, and thank you for loving us. And here's the request. Nobody leaves here lost today. Nobody leaves here without a home in heaven. Nobody. And I pray that in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Guys, when I read the Bible, I like to envision what's happening. I like to use my mind's eye and just kind of see Daniel in the lion's den and the lions, you know, not being able to devour him and him walking around, you know, treating them like they're pets. I like to see Noah in the ark and the animals coming in the ark. I like to see David and Goliath. I envision it. When I hear the story, read the story, I see a battlefield. Little guy out there with a slingshot, Goliath being all, you know, all potty mouth, nasty mouth, all bam, it takes place. Wow. I love it. And my imagination just goes there. And it just and I just envisioned what the scene must have looked like. Well, this morning, I want to ask you to envision what this looks like. Jesus going to prepare a place for you. You're not there yet. You're here, but wait a minute. He's going to do it. Jesus is going to do it. So in order for you to be able to get this with me, I want you to envision a couple of different scenes. Number one, me here talking to you. And then over here, this will represent heaven. And Jesus is in heaven looking down on our service but talking to an angel. So a couple of different scenes, Jesus talking to an angel about what we're talking about and me over here talking to you. So are you with me? I think you'll follow me here in just a moment. So here's the first thing I want to say on a personal level. Lord, you don't have to prepare a place for me. I mean, you can literally staff that out to one of your lower-level subcontractor angels. You're busy, God. You don't have to do it yourself. Listen, I was high-maintenance on earth, but I am not going to be high-maintenance when I get to heaven. If you'll just give me an RV by a river, I'll be fine. I'm just going to be so happy to be there that I'm not going to you know, be demanding or anything like that. So, Lord, you don't have to prepare for me a place. Just staff it out if you want to. Here's heaven. This is Jesus. Hooper. Hooper right here. Hooper. Hooper is here. Lord, what, what are you doing? I'm, 
I'm preparing a place for my kids. Tim Roseberry. Now, wait a minute. He said he didn't want to be by Tim. Tim. Tim Roseberry right here, guys. Hooper wanted some acreage. Tim. Tim Roseberry. Sheila Ziggs. Sheila, right there. There's Sheila. Bill Kilgore. Bill Kilgore right there. Juanita Miller. Juanita Miller right here. Right here. Anna Hooper. Anna Hooper. Right there. Now, fellas, when Anna gets up here, she's going to want to remodel her place. She's been watching way too much HGTV. Just let her do it. Let her humor herself. It'll be all right. Troy Griffith. Right there. We'll put him by a duck pond. Right there. Troy Griffith. Right here. And these people are here. And the angel's like, well, God, God, if they're here, I'd like to meet them. I'd like to welcome them. Say hello. And Jesus is like, well, they're here, but they're not here right now. Well, what are they doing, Lord? Well, they're on assignment. For you? Yeah. They're on assignment for me. Well, what do you got them doing? Well, I've, I've got them falling more in love with me every day. I mean, that's the most important thing that they're doing down there. Because if they weren't going to do that, I just brought them on up here. But since I'm going to leave them there, I already told them the most important thing they can do is growing their love for me more and more. I'll have all their heart, all their mind. I'll have all their soul. I'll have all their strength. Because I want them to grow in their love for me. That's, that's, that's what they're going to do. Rebecca Roseberry. <laughs> right there. Well, Lord, what else do you have them doing? Well, I've got them reaching their loved ones and friends. I mean, I don't want them to get up here and all of a sudden realize that a family member's not here. They're going to wish that they were. They're going to wish they had a do-over. So until they get here, I'm going to give them some time to talk about me and tell their family members and friends about me, how they can get here too. Because I'd like to lay one out for their loved ones, their father, their mother, their child, their daughter. Because I was all about salvation. And since they're staying there, their assignment is to be what I was when I was on earth. And that is to bring salvation to people's homes. Take a look at this verse. Jesus said this. Jesus said, today salvation has come to this house. For the Son of Man, Jesus is talking about himself, came to seek and to save the lost. And they're going to be bold about it too. Man, I want them to tell people about it. I want them to be bold about it. I want, to, I want them to not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want, he said, for I'm not ashamed of the good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who needs to be, who believes. Diane Griffith, right here. Well, Lord, what else do you, you have them doing? Anything? Oh, yeah, yeah. And the angel says to Jesus, because this is pretty awesome. I mean, they've been trying to have a great life on earth, but oh my gosh, their earth's so messed up, and this is awesome. I mean, they can't have down there what they got up here, so I, I mean, this is what it's all about right here. And when they finally see this, they're going to realize, oh man, I can't believe, you know, because this is where they're going to be. So, so God, it, what does it matter what their life's like down there anyway? 
And Jesus would say it matters because I love them. So the third thing they're going to be doing is they're going to be living an abundant, happy, prosperous life. Because that's why I came. I came that they might have life. They're my kids. I want to show them off. I want their life to be kicking. I want them to be able to, you know, be able to do things and accomplish things and have things. And I want to bless them because, well, because they're mine. Lavell Dolan. <laughs> right here. Well, Lord, is there any, anything else you want to, you'd want them to know before they got here? Any other assignments? And Jesus would say, yeah. I need for them to know that while they're trying to have a really great life and great marriages and prosperous and doing good, that they're going to be in a fight against an enemy. They're going to have to carve out a great life fighting against an enemy for all of their life on earth. And you know who the enemy is, don't you, Angel? He used to lead the choir up here. Oh, yeah, Angel. I know who he is. All us angels know who he is. Matter of fact, we got a name for him. We call him, oh, 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 no cussing in heaven. But, you know, I kind of agree with you, so fist bump, man, fist bump. But I need him to know that when they're trying to have this really great life on earth, that they're going to do so in a fight. Okay, back to me. In Ephesians, the Bible tells us this. The Bible says that we're not fighting against flesh and blood. Let me just read it. One final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. You guys read this with me in a minute. But, all, but, on, uh, but put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against, come on, everybody read, stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of an unseen world, against mighty powers in a dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you'll be able to resist the enemy. Everybody read this. In the time of evil. Does that not describe the world in which we live? Then, after the battle, not in place of the battle, not in besides the battle, after the battle, you and I will still be what? Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like you're constantly in a fight down here? Come on, t- talk to me. Okay. Do you know why you feel like you're constantly in a fight down here? Because you are constantly in a fight down here. But it's not against each other. It's not against that person or this person that hurts you. It's against a spiritual being. And if you're going to carve out a good life down here and carry on the assignment God wants you to carry on, Um, you're going to have to do it while you're in a fight. You know, there's been times in my life when I've complained about this fight. Well, I get tired of the fight. I don't want to do the fight anymore. But about three or four months ago, I was uh, asleep in bed. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. And I'm one of those sound sleepers, man. I mean, when I go to sleep, I go out. If there's a noise outside, Anna's going to have to go take care of it because I'm, I'm done. I'm out. But about 3 o'clock in the morning, I sat straight up in bed. I had a pain in my chest, and, man, I mean, it hit me hard. And went into my left shoulder, dropped down into my arm, left finger's kind of tingling. 
So I shut up in bed, and I thought, uh-oh. Uh-oh. I reached to my nightstand. I have a little, tab, a little pill bottle in there of nitro tablets. And I slipped out of the bedroom, hoping I didn't wake up Anna and scare her. And I went out in the living room, but she's light sleeper. So she woke right up, followed me out there, and she goes, you okay? I said, don't know yet. She goes, 911, you want me to dial it? And I said, mm, let me get a download from God on this one first. So I put a nitro under my tongue. Didn't do any good. Five minutes later, put another one in. And I started negotiating with God. I said, God, I, I, I don't, I don't want to go yet. I'd like to stay here for a while. I'd like to take care of Anna and grow older with her, do some stuff she wants to do, you know. And I really would appreciate it if you let me just hang out with her for a while, a little while longer. And then I said, I really want to support Dan and Amelie. Oh, man. You know, I love being the pop-pop pastor and just kind of coming in and hugging people's necks and not telling anybody what to do. But support Dan and Amelie and everything that they're doing. Help make them more successful for your kingdom work, God. I really, really would like to do that. And God, I'd really love to just love on the people of Fellowship Church for a while. They're great folks, and I love them. And I'd love to just come in and encourage them, you know, pass out candy and hugs and, you know, do that. Ten minutes later, I stuck another nitro under my tongue. And Anna's like, are you sure I can't call 911? I said, just hang on a little bit. And my chest stopped hurting. I said, I think I'm going to be okay. Let's go to bed. She said, you sure? I said, yeah. So we went to bed. We laid down together. My head was killing me. And so we just laid there together, and she just rubbed my head until finally we both fell asleep. Next morning we woke up, and I'm fine. But this is what I told God. I am so glad that you're letting me stay in the fight. I'm so glad. Because here is what I know without a shadow of a doubt. Are you ready? I am here. Here. Or was it here? Which one? One of these. I am here. But right now, I'm just here on assignments. And if you have asked Jesus to be your Savior, you're the same way. You're, you're here. Life is but a, a vapor that's here for a little while and vanishes away. It's like a, a piece of grass that has been here a little while and, and, it, and it withers away. It goes by so, so quick no matter how old you are. If you're here, then you're only left here on assignment. Or he would have taken you on home. Back, back up in heaven. Here's Jesus. Angel, what are you doing, Lord? I'm waiting. What are you waiting on, Lord? I'm waiting on Hooper. Quit telling that heart attack story again. He does go to that a lot, doesn't he, Lord? Yeah, he does. I think he really got his attention with that. <laughs> Apparently so. High five. The reason why I'm waiting is because there's some people in that 11 o'clock service down there in Grand Junction, Colorado, who are about to ask me to be their Lord and Savior. And when they do, I'm going to prepare a place for them. So if Hooper will just get with it, then I'll start preparing.
Looks like he's about to do it. I don't think it's any accident that any of you are here today. I have run into people in our lobby week after week who have told me they haven't yet accepted Christ as their personal Savior. A beautiful 23-year-old woman in the first service told me three weeks ago, she said, I'm not saved yet. I go, what are you waiting on? Well, this morning at 9 o'clock, she got saved. Got saved. So right here, right now, in this place, if you have never accepted Christ as your personal Savior, I'm going to pray a prayer with you. And I want everyone in the room to pray it right out loud with me. And I want you to forget anyone else that's here because listen to me. This life is too difficult with all the ups and downs and the losses and the pain and the hurt and the victories and the up and down. It's too difficult for you to go through it and then miss heaven. Has Jesus prepared a place there for you? And if he has, it's going to be awesome. And you're just on assignment until you get there. So would you bow your heads with me and just pray this prayer right out loud, right after me. Dear Jesus, come into my heart and be my Savior. I make you my Lord and give me a home forever in heaven. I love you. I believe in you. And I want to do my life with you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, guys, if you did that, the Bible says everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Which means if you did that, then Jesus just prepared a place for you in heaven right now. Oh, look at that. Got God's word on it. Thanks for listening to this week's message at Fellowship Church. If you have not made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, I want to give you an opportunity to do that right now. The Bible says in the book of Romans, chapter 10, verse 9, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. In fact, you can do that right now. I want to encourage you to pray this prayer with me if you haven't already done so. Dear Jesus, I am a sinner and I need forgiveness. Please forgive me of my sins. I believe that you are the Lord and that you died on the cross for my sins and that you rose again. And thank you, God, for that fact. I ask that you now be my savior to guide my life and give me a home forever in heaven. And God, I ask you this in the precious name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed this prayer for the first time, or if you need prayer for any reason, we would love to hear from you. You can contact us at 970-245-PRAY or on the web at prayer at fellowshipgj.com. Thanks again, and we hope to see you next week.